Hello again. Here for yet another episode of my podcast, Nuances of Life. This is the second one and I have kept my first one. Uh, though it's not very clear. I had my two little ones sleeping next to me. Kind of waking up. But did not wake up. But I was literally walking on eggshells. Because you know how it is. I mean, if you have little children, you know how it is. And you're responsible for them. They wake up and you're, poof, your time is gone. Your time is up. So here I am for yet another episode of nuances of life my second episode what today i want to talk about is about purely about what happened to me when i least expected it with my pregnancy with amar my third child Pregnancy was going good. I was in it. Eighth month, ninth month, 36 weeks, 38 weeks. And I felt very big. Big uh, on my tummy. A big tummy, basically. And my husband immediately recognized it didn't look like my previous pregnancy. I would walk really slow because it was too heavy on me. I did an ultrasound my 37th week, almost 37th week. And this radiologist called Shailaja Vallabhaneni, supposedly one of the best in Bangalore. And I hear now, hear like, October 2020 I am in uh, November 2020 this is October 2020 I saw this news saying Shailaja Wallabaneni this radiologist who is a fetal medicine specialist has delivered a baby mid-air in an indigo flight without equipment with bare minimal equipment that was available in the form of medical kit or whatever that was so this is the lady who told me on February 10th of 2017 that the ultrasound she did showed that the baby was four three I'm so sorry I'm so sorry she said the baby was the baby weighed 3.2 kgs i'm not talking about pounds mark this 3.2 kgs on february 10th this is shailaja vallabhaneni telling me as a radiologist and a specialist in fetal medicine as ever obviously naturally I said okay I trusted it 
I never doubted it. February 18, I get a child, which is 4.67 kgs, 4.7 almost, just 300 grams shy of 5 kgs. And I was made to deliver vaginally, normally, no cesarean. So here, here is, here's how it went. The night they got me admitted in the hospital without any trace of the gynecologist I chose. The name of whom was Praveena Shinoi. So Praveena Shinoi was on phone when I had these slight uh, I wouldn't call them pains, I would call them uh, very slight disturbances all over my tummy, thinking, I was thinking, I don't know what it was, but it was not pain, pain, maybe it was false labor, whatever that was, it was not labor, and it was, this was my 37th week and 6th so then Amar has woken up I shall continue the podcast in my next episode I end it here on this note saying I had to go to the hospital because of the restlessness, the irritation over my tummy and this was at 12 a.m. of February 17th, okay, February 18th this was. I reached there by 11.30 of February 17th. Yes, 11.30 of February. 11.30 p.m. of February 17th. My husband took me. They got me admitted. They got me prepared. They didn't want to know if I was ready. They didn't want to know if it was labor. They did not want to know if the labor had come. I was pretty sure it hadn't. They got me prepared without an examination. They fixed an IV and they said, it's time. I asked them why. They said, ma'am has called us and told. Ma'am is Praveena Shinoi. So they said, they'll keep me in observation whatever time so hours passed couple of hours two hours started injecting things I said what is this and they said this is glucose for energy and it's time already you're in your 38th week and so you're ready to deliver 
I said, how is that possible? I don't feel like delivering. They said, no, the discomfort you're feeling is because of your, it's because of your weakness, so you need glucose through drips. I trusted. In the morning, by morning they had injected like several times through my IV from my hand that was attached to my hand above my hand in the morning there are duty doctors that keep coming and asking all night they had asked me different duty doctors what's happened how many centimeters I said centimeters I was surprised was quite a surprise. I said, no, no, I'm not into labor. I don't feel it. But in the morning by 7 a.m. the doctor comes. She says, you're ready. I said, I don't feel it. She says, she checks me an internal. She does an internal checkup and says, you're two centimeters. So I say, it's multi-parous, meaning I've delivered before, so two centimeters in a at 38 weeks is normal. It's not labor. No, the head has come down. So, what do you mean head has come down? I'm not ready. They keep injecting, nothing happens. Pravina Shinoi comes at 9.30, she breaks the breaks the water and she pinches it does an internal pinches it says you'll be ready in a few minutes it doesn't happen it does not happen because my baby was clearly not ready and nobody can decide that except me she leads me to the duty doctors and just walks off the duty doctors torture me although I'm somebody that doesn't doesn't scream, not even talk. I just breathe. It didn't work. She went off to see her outpatient clients rather than stay with me and see what's happening to me, although I was in labor. The duty doctor tells me that I'm not pushing enough, that the baby is not coming out because I'm not pushing, whereas I've delivered, successfully delivered two babies previously and I've not made any noise or taken out any sound or yelled or screamed, leave alone yelling or screaming. I have done nothing more than breathe and be what exactly a pregnant woman, a woman in labor should be and do. I've done it. I've been it. To the shock of Praveen I herself, who delivered my previous baby, and Dr. Lalita Avdani for delivering my daughter, who's 17 now. So the duty doctors that Praveen Shinoi has left me to just keep 
tugging at me telling me you're not pushing enough you're pushing with your throat i said what do you mean by i'm pushing my with my throat how can anybody push with that throat not screaming not yelling not throwing tantrums and taking the pain the way it should be taken by taking deep breaths is not called pushing with your throat so the baby goes in and out the head is seen retracts the head is seen out retracts this happens four times and then the this doctor just appears pravina shinoy somehow appears and says what are you doing she is going to be arrested arrested is cardiac arrest when she does a maneuver called my robert's maneuver bringing my knees till my ears and then another doctor putting super pubic pressure from above and another doctor pulling out my baby resulting in shoulder dystocia where the nerves get cut between the head and the hand at the neck the nerves branching out to the arm controlling the arm break it happened to my baby they broke he was born at 11:15 around 11:15 am 11:17 am of february 18th and they didn't show me the baby till after 4 i hadn't seen i didn't know what it is they didn't tell me i kept begging to see my baby they didn't finally they gave me the baby around 4:30 pm after me begging too much to have a glance at him and now my baby doesn't walk or talk at almost 4 february he'll be 4 it's november now and pravina shinoy claims that she didn't do anything she did not have the time to to take a good look at a pregnant lady who was carrying a 4 point almost a 4.7 kg baby so both of them failed the best doctor in town the best radiologist in town who was a fetal medicine specialist both failed terribly price of which my baby is paying and i am paying i don't want to let this go i do not want to let this go without educating people of how terrible it can get when you go for an unplanned early labor that is not required that is absolutely not required don't ever do that unless you're 42 weeks full you've completed 42 weeks of pregnancy gestation unless and until you don't have a complication with the mother or the baby or the or for the 
life of the mother or the baby wait till the 42 week mark don't rush don't hurry up let the labor come if not this is what's going to happen this that's happened to me the baby is going to pay the price all life all life it's going to change everything in the family and then nobody's going to agree there are no dollars here like how caucasians have foreigners people in the us canada australia uk have that concept is not yet here they give you the worst position the worst position if you go into labor is on your back that's all they give you i've begged pravina shinoy's juniors to let me go on my knees to let me squat i begged and i pleaded to let me squat on the bed if they're not trained or efficient enough to hold the baby when i'm squatting when i push out they were not trained they did not agree please be aware of the positions you can legally have it's your right to choose to know what they're injecting in your veins when the labor has not come they did it to me and they're doing it to everybody they're doing it to everybody i have heard and known they the they i'm talking about are the people that that the mothers that have gone through this mothers like me have shared with me they've done it to them these mothers have told me it's happening everywhere don't let it happen to you what i've mentioned here is what i went through what i mentioned here in this podcast this episode of podcast is how and exactly what i went through i have roughly given you an account of how how it goes and how you have the right to learn if i had the information that i'm giving you now i would just trust myself and just stay put in my house till i think till i would till the baby was out and probably take the baby and the without clamping the cord because i don't believe in caught clamping the minute the baby is born i don't believe it i believe i'm a staunch believer in delayed cord cord clamping i'm a really staunch believer in delayed cord 
clamping because the nutrition keeps going to the baby much after the baby is born just keeps the iron content and all its the content that has to go from the mother to the baby has it has to be going to the baby long after the baby is born so delayed cot clamping remember this note it down read about it check for awareness be educated be aware be confident because these things are given to you by the daula daula is a person who midwife yes daula is a midwife so midwife will always remain a midwife nobody else can be a midwife so other than that you have so much material about not letting people inject synthetic oxytocin for labor unless and until you have a complication with the baby or yourself as a mother don't let them inject anything in the name of glucose or nutrition or whatever that is unless you have a condition that needs you or requires you to get the baby out beforehand let the labor come let the oxytocin flow from your glands from your glands from your body let the body produces don't go for pitocin or syntocin or whatever they call it all the synthetic things don't do it they put it and they won't tell you because they did it to me they did it to me I'm telling you i'm so desperate to stop this for any other mother to be i wouldn't i would yell my lungs out and i would warn you it's happened to me it can happen to you please be aware please be educated please spread awareness share my podcast to mothers to be with mothers to be with fathers to be grandparents people people that that are somewhere or the other connected they might have daughters when they would listen maybe they could educate their daughters they might have sisters siblings they might have any women any woman any number of women any woman of child bearing age in their households where they can say i've heard this and this can be and you have to get educated please share my podcast so that there may be awareness this is my example the example of my cho- own child who's paying a price we need to spread this i don't want another child because pravina shino is claiming that it's genetic and i have n- i wouldn't want to talk about it but i 
I want to tell her through this and I want to tell people it's not genetic. It's not genetic at all, at all. More in my next episode. Take care. Spread awareness. Ciao.